we have any questions ask dr love that's the name of the podcast and you can ask anything about asian medicine nutrition herbs and your health you're invited to ask me questions and today's topic was about self-love and formula for mental wellness trying to share with you information about how you can improve your life health and strength Hi, I'm Dr. George Xavier Love. Most people say hello, and I say that hell is low, but love is high. I am a doctor of oriental medicine, a licensed acupuncture physician, and the grandmaster of Blue Dragon Immortal Qigong. So you have the opportunity to ask Dr. Love anything to do with Asian medicine, herbs, nutrition, and your health. mental wellness and I'm saying you can't separate mental wellness from love love has got to be part of mental wellness now typically your parents make you feel important typically and that you have value and you add value to the family just by your existence but in this culture babies cost a lot of money and so the parents, more likely the father, is saying, you cost me money, you cost me money, and I have to pay for you. And the father's frustrated because he's not being paid a living wage, he can't make enough money, and so therefore he blames this little itty bitty infant. So I'll never forget, I was 10 years old and we had this oval glass coffee table that my parents were so proud of. And there's magazines underneath and you could see through the glass. And I was doing something, playing, jumping on the couch, and I fell and I broke this glass coffee table. I had no idea how expensive it was or what my parents had to do in order to get this giant oval glass coffee table. And they ragged on me for days, if not weeks. I think it was months. And you're the reason. And so I felt a lot of tremendous guilt about that. and. I felt I wasn't loved by my parents because I broke a stupid coffee table. Wow. So long story short, I didn't think my parents had value for me. Now obviously that was not true, but, but the way I received their energy was that they didn't love me enough. They didn't love me in the way that I wanted to be loved. So I used food as my love drug. So when I was like 13 years old, I was like uh, 160 pounds. I was a huge kid. So yeah, I was overweight and um, it was a bad scene and therefore I didn't have good self-esteem and lack of self-esteem is mental unwellness. I wouldn't call it mental illness, but it's definitely not mental wellness. So what we wanna do is to share with everybody how you can make a yourself feel good about you that you have value to yourself and then the people that are closest to you people that you value make sure they understand that you give them value and you need words you got to have words in order to do that you can't just say you know how i feel about you no i don't know how you feel about you. you're not using words 
Words are important. So you gotta say the words. So that's a whole other course. I've taught this course before. Change your life, change your words. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite courses to teach. And I'm not gonna teach you the words today. That's something you gotta register for because it's rather involved. I'm not gonna give you two words and like, oh, I can use those words. No, you gotta register for the course and then there'll be a webinar on change your words, change your life. But I know you've already heard the term self-talk. I'm great, I'm wonderful, I'm positive, I'm charming. Yeah, you don't believe it. You said it, eh, you, you still don't believe it. So there has to be an environment whereby you can say these words to yourself, where you can have this self-talk and it has value and it has meaning and you believe it. So if you see it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can achieve it. So that's all part of mental wellness. So tonight I'm going to do a webinar called the formula for mental wellness. And the formula is chip plus app equals OS. And we all know that OS is operating system. We all know what an app is. It's an application. And you're a chip. We all know what a chip is, but I'm not going to tell you what chip stands for. But I will tell you what app stands for. You'll have to tune in tonight. It's a free webinar, but you still got to register. And there's a link below somewhere you can click on that link and that'll take you to registration for the free webinar so yes i'm teasing you with the information but there's a reason so your app is your attitude your perspective and your perception now my father told me when i was 23 he said you had a really bad attitude as a kid son you really pushed all my buttons. And I'm thinking, I had a bad attitude? How could I have a bad attitude as a kid? The only attitude I could get is the attitude that you gave me. You must have given me a bad attitude. And then my father was like, get out. <laughs> so we didn't have good communication until I was uh, 35. And then my father and I started communicating very well. But up until 35, we didn't really have good communication. But I took it upon myself because I said, he's never going to change. So the only one who can change is me. And I've got to make that effort and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to keep chipping away, chipping away until the barriers break down and I got them to open up. But I had to work at that relationship. And I was thinking, I shouldn't have to work that hard to have a relationship with my father. Well, you don't know the relationship he had with his father and his father with his father and his father. We don't know what that family dynamic is because my father never said anything. Two years before he died, I begged him, tell me the history, tell me your history, what it was like for you in the army and as the, the first Negro school teacher, science teacher, first Negro high school teacher in the city of Philadelphia. He was the first, my father broke many barriers. He was the first. 
And I finally, two years before he died, he finally opened up all his life, all my life. I never knew any of his stories. So you get the opportunity for mental wellness to find out what your family story is, what your family history is. Go back, grandma, great-grandma, great-great-grandma. And it's not just to find out who they were and where they lived and whether they were from Ireland or England. That's not the point. The point is, what was the family dynamic? Were they overbearing? Were they brutal? Were they loving? Were they caring? You know, there's a lot that goes into creating an attitude. And so, attitude is the A. P is perspective. So let's say you were born in Israel. And you might have the perspective that everybody's trying to kill you. That everybody hates you. And that uh, you've got to be tough and protect your borders. And uh, the, everybody wants to come in and take your country. And you might have that perspective because that is your geography. Now, let's say you were born in Saudi Arabia. You might have a different perspective, like everybody wants my oil and everybody's willing to pay for my oil and the people who aren't willing to pay for my oil, they don't deserve to live. So your geography is your psychology. So being born in Saudi Arabia gives a completely different perspective. So let's say you were uh, a Sami people in Norway. So we all know Norway's in Scandinavia. We know they're all blonde, blue-eyed, what have you. But the Sami people are the reindeer people. They are the indigenous people. They are the Indians of Norway. Seriously. And they're short and dark-skinned compared to your average Norwegian. Their perspective is, we can't get anywhere. We'll never get ahead. So we might as well just be alcoholics. And let's say that you were Seminole Indian in North Florida and you don't belong to the Seminole tribe of South Florida and you don't belong to the Miccosukee tribe. There are 300,000 Native Americans living in Florida who don't belong to either of the two officially recognized tribes. They get no government money. They get no money. They're all on welfare. And a lot of them are drug addicts. And so it's easy for them to say, oh, all white people are this. And all white people are that. Because this used to be our country and you all came in and took it over. So your perspective is dependent upon where you live and where you grew up. So there's no one way. There's no right way. So you have to determine, what is my perspective? What's my geography? What's my biology? What's my psychology? Because until you understand who you are, you cannot have mental wellness. The last part of the P, APP, is perception. So if you perceive me as your enemy, I could shower you with kindness. I could shower you with gifts and I'll always be the bad guy because you've painted it in your mind that I'm the bad guy. And by the same token, someone else could actually be trying to steal from you and hurt you and you perceive them to be their savior and they're gonna protect me and they're gonna save me. 
And I'm like, really? You actually believe they're going to save you? They're trying to save themselves. Oh, no, you're wrong. They're going to save you. Save me. Okay, that's your perception. And I can't do anything about your perception. So what you're going to learn in the webinar tonight is how to alter your attitude, how to shift your perspective, and how to clarify your perception. That's what you're going to learn tonight in the webinar. The easiest way to reduce a recurrent fever, but you can't do it to yourself. Someone has to do it for you. So we take a Japanese soup spoon, which is a, the smooth, I'm, I'm assuming you've been to a Japanese restaurant and you know what a Japanese soup spoon looks like. If you don't, then you're going to have to Google it, Google it or ask someone. So you take a bowl of ice water, you dip the spoon in the water, and you scrape the skin next to the spine. And you do long strokes, and you scrape the skin until it turns bright red. And what that does, that brings blood to the surface of the, to the skin, and it cools off the fever. Now, fevers are only dangerous at 105 degrees for more than 12 hours. I'm going to repeat that. Fevers are only dangerous when they are more than 105 degrees for more than 12 hours. So why would you have a fever? The fever is the body's way of killing bacteria, virus, fungus, and parasites. Now, recurrent fevers are fevers that go up and down. That means your immune system is fighting off the bad guys. That's a really good thing. I know it feels horrible. But aspirin was the wonder drug that was put on the market in 1916 to cure recurrent fevers. So aspirin is your best bet. The, the natural way, well aspirin was natural at one point, it no longer is, because we're now using Tylenol. But the other way to do it is high doses of vitamin C. So we're talking 500 milligrams of vitamin C every hour. Um, that is the treatment for inflammation. So in Chinese medicine, we have poor blood circulation, then we have stagnation, then we have inflammation, and then we have dis-ease. So the disease state, Western medicine acknowledges that inflammation is the cause of 99% of disease. So obviously we don't want inflammation. So high doses of vitamin C, bingo. How can we get Qigong information and herbal medicine to nurses and doctors on the front line working in hospitals? That's an excellent question and it's an excellent idea. And the answer is when they request it, they will get it. So I have a lot of nurses as patients in my acupuncture practice and they prefer Chinese medicine to Western medicine because they know the pitfalls of Western medicine. They would not go to a doctor in their own hospital. So nurses do know there is a holistic nurses association. There's a, a, there's a whole slew of nurses that study herbal medicine. Now, the particular question is how do we get them into hospitals where they are on the front line? Hmm, the hospitals would have to request it. The doctors would have to go 
outside of channels in order to access that information. <clears throat> I have trained four medical doctors in Qigong and herbal medicine. Unfortunately, none of them live in Florida. They reached out to me from other states. So there are enlightened people in the world. They're just not here in Florida. What, what practical things we can do to re reduce our anxiety? Oh, well, the most practical thing you can do is dance. Do you remember when you were in college or even high school and it was the night before the test and you were, ah, or the night after the test, you go out and dance. So play the music that you danced to in high school or college. I like Led Zeppelin, put on Led Zeppelin, put on the Bee Gees, whatever you like to dance to, crank that puppy up and just dance. Dance 30, 40 minutes nonstop. Dance till you sweat. That's the way to relieve anxiety. The hamstring muscle is uh, tense and tight when, you're, when you have uh, anxiety. So dancing is going to release the tension in the hamstring muscle. Sorry, how do we enter a mental state of stillness? Ah, quiescence, my favorite state. So um, the best way is to go outside, barefoot, in the grass. Your feet directly under your hips, so your feet have to be a certain width apart. You have to drop your shoulders, elongate your neck, tuck your chin in, elevate the head 30 degrees above the horizon. Your hands are facing each other. I don't know if you can see me. Hands are facing each other. Drop the shoulders, elongate the neck, tuck the chin in. And then take a deep breath in, count to seven as you breathe out. Take a deep breath in, count to seven as you breathe out. And you do that 33 times. And that will put you into a state of Wu Wei, or as we call quiescence, or as you said, what was the word stillness. he used? Stillness. There you go. Stillness. To piggyback on that question, Tate <coughs> Jones asks, what are some practical deep breathing exercises we can use to battle depression while being inside? By inside, I mean quarantine, I'm guessing. Okay, so what you want to do is open your arms. Okay, so you want to lean back, breathe out. Breathe in. Lean back, breathe out. Lean forward, breathe in, lean back, breathe out. Okay, so that is a deep breathing exercise. So when you breathe out and you, and you push your arms out, the uh, pectoral muscles, when you push that out, that pushes the air out of the lungs. And then when you lean forward, that continues to press air out of the lungs. So this presses it out of the top, you lean forward, it presses the air out of the bottom. And then you inhale, and that fills the lungs with air, and then you breathe out, that gets the air out of the top, lean forward, that gets the air out of the bottom. So this particular movement, leaning forward, leaning back, pushing the arms out, that's the deep breathing exercise that will work, that will reverse depression while you are quarantined. Of course, it helps if you do it to music. Piggybacking on that, Cam, 
asks, uh, what are some herbal tea good to start in your lungs? What are some herbal teas? Is that what he asked? Herbal asks? tea. Herbal tea. T-E-A. T-E-A. Well, Cam. Energy. Lung energy, okay. So, uh, great white clearing is an herbal formula. Uh, there's three or four companies. Uh, I think East Earth Trading uh, sells it, but there's three or four companies. It's called Great White Clearing is the name of the formula, and that will and it comes in a tincture, so they're little droppers, okay. Um, food therapy. For the lungs would be pears. Pears are pears are available in stores right now. I just saw pears yesterday. So you can make uh, pear juice. You can juice pears. You can make pear syrup. Uh, how do you make pear syrup? You kind of like boil it down. Add a little water. Boil it down. Add a little water. Boil it. And you can do that. So um, the Chinese herbs that I would recommend for strengthening the lungs, you're, they're not readily available. So me giving you the name of the formula is not going to really help you. So um, peppermint tea uh, might be good. Eucalyptus, eucalyptus oil in a pot of hot water. Cover your head, turn up the heat. And as the eucalyptus penetrates in, that'll help to clear the lungs. Those are some things that you can do over the counter. Thank you, Cam. <laughs>